Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. And I'm Alex. As always, thank you for downloading, listening, liking, and commenting on our podcast videos. Please subscribe to us on the socials. Our handle on all platforms is at N2E Fantasy. We are also available on all major podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy. Alex, what do we have on today's show? On this episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, we are priming up week 10 with some ads, some starts, and some sit information. So we can just preview this week 10 for you guys. The bye weeks are back, like you said. So we got the Chiefs and the Dolphins, Eagles, and the Rams. So if you have any of those guys, you are putting them on your bench, and you are going to be looking for replacements. So Jeff, why don't we look at the Thursday night matchup, your Panthers at the Chicago Bears. How do we feel about this matchup? Who are we playing? And who are we picking between these two teams? Painful bye weeks, so I, I will say that. Those are some painful teams, mm-hmm. and uh, they're, it's back with a vengeance, and I don't really like it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost some people some wins this week. But that's okay. This is when fantasy management really kicks in. Um, so if Fields is playing and if Herbert is playing, I am starting them both. Uh, I'm going to start DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Cole Komet, and if desperate, Johnson or Hubbard. Uh, and I picked Johnson over Foreman, which should bring music to your ears, but you could very well convince me and uh, sway me in the direction of Foreman as well. So I like Roshan Johnson. I just don't think now is the time for him right now. I think he's more talented than foreman but foreman is running hard and i think a lot of coaches like to use the hot hand at running back so whether herbert is playing or not i think foreman is a legitimate potential start or flex for you guys over roshan and that's unfortunate because i want it to be different but that's just how i feel so if like you said if fields is playing on on this thursday night matchup i would consider starting him if you have a different option that's more sure I would definitely start them over fields. If you need the upside of rushing and more points, I, I would start fields. But you have to put DJ Moore back out. Like you said, I like Cole Komet as a tight end one going forward. He's actually had several good weeks this year, and he even had a two-touchdown week with fields as well as Bajan. So I, I think that he should be one of the primary two guys. Maybe Mooney is a... Uh, a desperation play. Uh, I wouldn't feel confident about that, but you might need to throw somebody out there. Other than that, uh, I pretty much agree with you. The only Thielen's the only guy that I would start for the Panthers. And I don't trust Hurst to play at a high level this week. He's had a few Mirage weeks where he looks like he might be involved. And then next week, zero targets. So I don't trust him. I, whether Fields is playing or not, Part of me wants to pick the Bears, and they almost beat the Saints with Bajent as their quarterback. But I feel like the Panthers are better than that loss last week. So this is a really tough one. It's an ugly matchup, and the next matchup will be ugly too. But I will pick the Bears, and I don't feel great about it. Jeff, I don't know if you picked a match. I did not. I am going to pick the Panthers in this one because I don't believe Fields does return in this matchup. I mean, the Bears almost beat the Saints with Bajent throwing three picks and fumbling. Different week, different time, and... uh... I've seen Bajet look really poorly also, even more poorly than that. All right. Well, we can move on to the next matchup here, and it is 
just as ugly with the Colts at the Patriots. Jeff, who are you starting? Who are you potentially avoiding? Who who do you have in the matchup overall? So this feels like a game that New England could easily win. Um, it just feels like a game right down their alley and they're at home. And that is one of the recipes for them to win. So I'm going to go New England in this matchup. That was actually kind of a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. But in this specific matchup right here, I'm starting Minshew. I'm going to start Taylor. I'm going to start Pittman. Stevenson, and if desperate, um, Hunter Henry. I'm going to start um, Zach Moss. Anyone that I am missing in this matchup? Mac Jones, maybe? So, uh, No, I wouldn't start Mac Jones, unless I'm in a two-quarterback league and I'm desperate. But I wouldn't start Minshew in a single-quarterback league. I would start him in a two-quarterback league. I think that Henry is not necessarily a desperation play, but it's if your primary tight end is out or if you don't really have a good primary tight end then henry is pretty much a good start i don't think he's that desperate i agree with you with stevenson Pittman, taylor moss so i agree with you there i don't know if you wanted to throw out to mario douglas this week but he to me is a good wide receiver four or five so if your lineup is missing a couple wide receivers then he is someone you could plug in um outside of that i can talk about the matchup here and what you just said about the actual matchup is eerily similar to what you said last week with the Patriots and Washington. So I, I just, man, I just think the Patriots have been so bad. And although their defense plays okay, I think the Colts are going to win this game. And I, I that blows my mind that the Colts shouldn't be winning games, but they are. And I, I'm going to pick them. Oh, boy. I didn't see that coming. Oh, right. So we can move on to our next matchup. And I'm going to let you kick this one off. We have the Browns at the Ravens. This is a really tough NFC or AFC North matchup, and it's going to be very challenging for both teams. I do think that the Ravens are the better team on virtually every level. They've got the better quarterback. They surprisingly have a better rushing attack because Chubb is out. They have, in my opinion, a better receiving group, although Amari Cooper is, I think, the best receiver between the two. Um, so I'm picking the Ravens. They're at home. They're really hard to beat. They have a really good defense. The Browns have a really good defense, but the Ravens did well against the Seahawks last week. They've, they've done well against tough teams, starting Lamar every week. For me, Watson is a bottom end QB1 or top end QB2. So, you know, make that decision as as you would. Uh, Ford, Edwards, I'm playing. Maybe even starting Mitchell. I like Flowers every week. Um, I like Mark Andrews. I consider Njoku. I know your boy Cooper. You're starting him every week. I would also consider OBJ as a desperation wide receiver. Jeff, do you have any differences there? You want to throw out maybe Isaiah Likely? Do you like Likely this week? Uh, <laughs> likely not. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the Ravens in this matchup, but this should be a much closer matchup than we would think it would be because it's a divisional matchup. Um and the the teams actually kind of match up pretty well against each other. So it'll be an interesting matchup. This could be the game of the week, but I'm going to go the Ravens mostly because they're at home and it does look like they could be the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl uh, representatives for the AFC. So that's going to be my my take on that. And yeah, I think we're we're good here. I think you could fire up pretty much anybody in this matchup. You could even start uh, Keaton Mitchell if, if you want to start a uh, dart throw here. I will just say that these options are high four, but their ceiling is limited because 
these are arguably the two best defenses in the entire league right now. They are the Browns are third in points against. Ravens are first in points against. Browns are first in total yards per game that's against them. Ravens are second. And then like passing, they're one and two. Rushing, they're six and eight. So these are phenomenal defenses, and that may hamper the upside. So just keep that in mind when you're starting these players. All right. So, but this could be a very low scoring game. Probably would go the under in it, but we will see. Um, next up is the Packers at the Steelers. And I'll let you go back to back here with uh, your start sits and, and who you got for it. So, with this one, uh, I am taking the Steelers over Green Bay. And I've, I'm not really that concerned about it, honestly. But I am starting Aaron Jones. I'm starting Najee Harris. I'm throwing out. Warren as well as a flex play or RB2 if I need an RB2 spot. I am considering Dylan as a desperation move for running back flex. I am starting Deontay Johnson. I am not as comfortable with Pickens as I was earlier in the year. However, he's a wide receiver three option or flex play for you guys on the on Green Bay side. Reed is a wide receiver three, wide receiver four, or flex play. Same thing with Watson. Musgrave, if he's playing, I think he might be dealing with an injury. If he's playing, he is a tight end option for you guys. That's pretty much where I fall with that. Like I said, I'm picking the Steelers in this matchup, and I believe that they are at home as well. You love those home teams. So I'm going to go the Steelers as well in this matchup, and I feel a little bit more confident in Pickens than you do. But pick it, and love should be riding the bench for all fantasy teams this week. I will say when it comes to home games, I like the teams that are historically good at home and have good defenses. That really ties into it. Okay. We can move on to the next matchup, which should be the Texans at the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is a return to Ohio for CJ Stroud. So that should be interesting there. I, I hope that he's playing at a high level and, and dueling with Burrow. I hope it's a fun game for people to watch in a high scoring fantasy game. I would start both of these quarterbacks, Burrow and Stroud. I feel like I have to start mixing every week, even even if it's a low upside for him. I'm starting all the receivers that are playing. If Chase is healthy, I'm starting Chase. I'm starting Higgins. I'm starting Boyd. Uh, I think that Irv Smith is a desperation tight end move. Like He is a, an option. I just wouldn't consider him a tight end one for this week, probably a tight end two. And on the Texan side, you know, you're starting Nico Collins every week. At this point, you have to be starting Tank Dell every week. Schultz is a, a very solid tight end. One option for you guys. So I would start Schultz over Irv Smith if you have the choice between the two. And I think that Noah Brown is a desperation wide receiver three or flex play this week if you have to put someone out there. And as much as I want to take the Texans and I want to take Stroud, playing back in Ohio. Um, I'm going to go Cincinnati. I believe in Joe Burrow more, and I think this team is more dangerous at home. So, Jeff, who do you got in this matchup, and how do you feel about um, the starts and sits here? Of course you would take your favorite quarterback in Joe Burrow over your franchise quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Um, give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals in this matchup, and as you said, I am going to start burrow for sure stroud is a little bit more questionable in this matchup because i think the Bengals defense is actually really good so and i did stifle uh josh allen a bit last week so and i don't think stroud's up to josh allen's level just yet 
Um, so just be cautious if you're going to start CJ Stroud. Know the risks of that. I think you went a little bit too far with Boyd. I don't want to start a third Bengals receiver. I don't want to start a third Texans receiver either at this exact point. But uh, I almost need to see another week of Noah Brown before I'm willing to start him. I would I would start Schultz, though, for sure. But And I would also consider starting the Bengals defense. There's a chance here that Stroud is a rookie and actually looks like a rookie here in this matchup. You know, Boyd has more catches in about the same yardage as T. Higgins at this point. Higgins missed how many games, though? I mean, I feel like he missed zero games. He just wasn't seen on the field. Just kidding. That's just, that's just <laughs> how it felt like. Uh, I, I just feel like Boyd, although he's a third option on the Bengals, I, I just think that that team is now firing on all cylinders. And if Chase is out, I'm definitely going to consider Boyd this week. So Yeah, I, don't I, like, I think I that's, like that's for fair. sure. Yeah, that's so. for sure. But uh, Higgins missed uh, one matchup this, this year so far, so... But yeah, you're right. Boyd's right there, but Higgins seems to be overtaking him now. I think Boyd's averaging five or six catches on average. And on top of that, he has five weeks of seven or more targets. So I think that's fair. And even if even if all three play, I think he's probably going to get at least five targets. And you never know, one of those could be a touchdown or a big play. People who have an Eagles player, Chiefs player, um, someone who's out on by this week might have to pick him up because he might be available. Agreed. All right. Anything else on that matchup before we hop to the Saints at the Vikings? No, I think we can move on. All right. I will start with this matchup here. Um, in this matchup, I'm going to start Carr, Kamara, Olave. I don't really want to start Michael Thomas after last week, but I uh, it was just a one week aberration at this point. So you probably got to roll back out Michael Thomas. Uh, Taysom Hill is almost a must start at this point, like with just with the dart throw at the tight end position. Um, so that is interesting. I'm not quite ready to sw- to start weekly uh, Juwan Johnson just yet, um, but he's on the radar for me. Um, Jamal Williams is on the radar for me. Uh, not quite there with him yet. Raheed Shahid is a dart throw, but still not worth starting if you have a better option or if you um, want to be in a competitive matchup. If you're going in with a really low projection, you might want to put some dart throws into the lineup just to try to see if you can't uh, spring an upset. But uh, as far as the Viking side of the ball, geez, it's gonna it's it's really hard with Dobbs starting to kind of figure out how to to to, to rank this team. But you probably can safely start Addison. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson's dealing with a bit of an injury, so you're gonna want to check on him. But you want to start him. Oh, Madison is someone that you probably do want to start as well now that Acres is out. But for me, that's about it. Um, I'm I'm not starting Dobbs. I think that the I think that the Saints is a better defense, and they are going to come prepared for Dobbs this week. So I this has a chance to be a very lopsided game in the favor of the Saints, just because I do believe their defense is one of the better in the league. Also, everyone keep in mind that KJ Osborne had a concussion in this past matchup so it's doubtful that he'll play this week so it will be heavily addison and if hawkinson plays it will be hawkinson as well and madison so those three if all of them if all of them are healthy and playing those are the three that I'd start from minnesota and to your point i don't feel comfortable starting dobbs this week although he may get 60 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground and make it fantasy relevant. You just don't know with Dobbs. He he has a lot of good plays. He has a lot of bad plays. And I, I think people will account for him. 
I think both of these defenses are solid, if not spectacular. Um, I would still consider starting Derek Carr if I need to at quarterback. Like you said, I'm starting Kamara every week. I'm starting Taysom Hill every week if I have him. Uh, I feel like I have to start Olave. If I need a consistent five catches, I, I will put Mike Thomas back in. Uh, I think that, like you said, I think it's probably an aberration. I would consider Jawan Johnson a tight end uh, as a tight end two type. So if I don't have a better option, I would throw him in. That's about all I feel comfortable with. Like you said, Shahid is a dart throw. I think that someone like Miller would be a dart throw running back or Williams might be a dart throw running back. I just don't know how this is going to go. So I think I'm taking, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and say I'm taking the saints, but I, I don't, I think it'll be close, actually. All right. I disagree with you on that one because I think Dobbs is Cinderella and turning back into a pumpkin this week. But, <laughs> but, but we didn't discuss. Justin Jefferson is ready to come off. Well, he's eligible to come off of IR this week. We don't know if he's ready to come off of IR this week. So something else to watch out for and just keep an eye out for. I think that's important. Thanks for bringing that up. So, all right. We can move on to potentially a possible Super Bowl matchup with the 49ers at the Jaguars. Jeff, how do you feel about this matchup? Oh, boy. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Jags are coming off of a bye. San Francisco's coming off of a bye. I think, uh, geez, I think, uh, oof, this matchup is actually great. I think San Francisco was faltering before the bye, and I'm hoping they're able to get whatever was happening corrected. Um, so in this matchup here, I am going to take San Francisco on the road. I do expect Purdy to be much better after post-concussion now that he's two weeks post-concussion. So I do believe that was creating some of his decision-making woes. I think that's the best way to put it the last couple of weeks. I don't think all of a sudden he just turned into a bad quarterback. I think that he was affected from that concussion. But in this matchup, I'm going to start. Purdy, CMC, Ayuk, Samuel. Samuel should return for this matchup. Kittle as well. Um, and then on the Jacksonville side, I would be starting Lawrence, ETN. I think ETN is a must-start every week, like lock it, set it, forget it type of player at this exact juncture. I'm going to start Ridley, Kirk, because I do believe there could be some junk time in this matchup. And also, I would start Evan Ingram. It's pretty much everyone. I agree. I'm starting everyone. Um, Good matchup. Who are you taking in this matchup? Did you say which team? Sam Fred. I thought you were going to go Jacksonville, but I'm not going to change my answer. I'm going to I'm going to go with San Francisco. Although I will say these teams <laughs> almost line up in every regard. Yeah, I think that it's Purdy so is fun. A, yeah, Purdy is a pretty good quarterback. Lawrence is considered a franchise caliber quarterback, and I think that he'll bounce back some of his numbers that he's been lagging on this year. Interesting enough, they're starting two of the top three running backs against each other. And McCaffrey and ETN, they've been workhorses for their teams. And I think they're going to be fun to watch. And hopefully they both stay healthy in this game. And I also think that like Ayuk and hopefully Debo Samuel's back this week. If he is, I'm starting him. Ayuk and Samuel are, are very similar to like the dynamic duo of Kirk and Ridley. Then you got Kittle and Ingram. I, I just there's so much to like. And if these guys are healthy, I'm starting all of these guys up virtually every week. So hopefully it's a fun matchup and it's a high scoring. But I agree with you that San Francisco is the team that I think is going to win. So I have a question for a friend in a dynasty league. Um, if you had a choice between starting Brock Purdy or 
Trevor Lawrence, who would you start? Oh, wow. Based off of their current trajectories, I would pick Lawrence this week. Okay. All right. So we'll see what happens. I am currently in that predicament in a matchup against you this week. So thank you very much for your fantasy advice, sir. And uh, I bid you farewell. Thank you for listening to another episode. I'm just kidding. Well, now I hope I was wrong. So, (laughs) well, I have Brocken. So, (laughs) so I really hope you're wrong too. (laughs) Then I hope I'm correct. Uh, All right. Let's, (laughs) let's go to the Titans at the Buccaneers. Jeff, let's have you start this one. Who are you picking in this matchup and who are you starting? Oh, this is another good matchup. If I'm being honest, um, I am going to go, I'm going to go Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans here. And um, I think, I think the Buccaneers are going to be wore down after last week's matchup. I think Titans are going to have an extra three days rest. So there, that is a big difference. Um, But these teams aren't too different either. Uh, I, I expect a lot of rushing in this game from Henry and from white, or at least receptions that, pretty much look like rushing from white but yeah so i'm gonna start both running backs levis if desperate mayfield if desperate um hopkins evans godwin i'm probably starting otten because otten really caught my eye last week for the bucks and i will also well chiggy oh i probably am leaving on the bench right now i'm still not fully bought in on him right now he hasn't quite lived up to the hype this year just yet but give me the Titans in this matchup, which I did not think I would say. Interesting, because I'm going the opposite direction. It's Tampa Bay that I'm going to go with this time, and I, I think that I think for you're me, uh, for me, I, I think that Baker is a guy that you start if your quarterback's out, and I think that you can say the same for Levis. He's kind of a replacement quarterback for me, in my opinion. So. I think both of these guys are high-end QB2s. If your QB1 is out and you don't have a better option, these guys are good villains this week. So that's kind of how I feel about the quarterback situation. I'm starting Henry, starting White, starting Hopkins, starting Evans. I still got to start Godwin. And I think I agree with you that for you fantasy owners out there, you ought to start Cade Otten this (laughs) week. If you you don't have a tight end one, I think he he is someone that is startable. I, I like I said, I'm going the Bucks this week. I, I think they're a little bit better overall team, but it should be a relatively close game, especially if both quarterbacks are playing at a high level. This is a beatable passing defense for the Bucks, though. So if Levis actually plays at a high level, it's possible that you could be correct here. So that's that's all I have to say about this matchup. All right, so we can move on to the next matchup. I can't believe we're different there, but it doesn't surprise me because you watched the Buccaneers last week and you probably think that that same team will show up this week and they haven't been that consistent yet this year. So now we move on to the another matchup that I'm really not looking forward to. It's the Atlanta Falcons at the Arizona Cardinals. Tickets for this game start off at $19. So... <laughs> According to uh, CBS Sportsline, $19 is the ticket starting prices here. Does not surprise me, but this is Kyler Murray's return game versus um, a stuttering and heading into the bye week Atlanta. Um, I think this is a game that Atlanta easily can drop, and I think Kyler Murray offers the Cardinals a boost as well as James Conner should be returning as well. If not this week, it'll be very shortly after. Plus, Michael Wilson should return this week as well. 
in this matchup, I'm probably going to start Bijan just because you've spent such a high draft capital on him. He hasn't been that great this year, but worth probably worth starting. If healthy and playing, I'm going to start London. I'm going to start Pitts this week. I have no choice but to start Pitts in a league this week. Um, and on the Arizona side of the football, I'm going to definitely put out Kyler Murray. I'm going to put out James Conner if he's playing. If James Conner's not playing, I would put DeMarcado out there. Um, I would put out uh, Hollywood Brown. And I would also play uh, Michael Wilson. I, I, I'm kind of intrigued to see how Michael Wilson and Trey McBride play with um, Kyler Murray. So that's kind of an interesting, that could be a snapshot into the future. But uh, but yeah, that's who I'm going to be starting in these matchups here. Um, anyone that I'm missing, and who do you got in this matchup? I'm going Arizona. So the only one you're missing is the Atlanta defense, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, potentially even the Cardinals defense. Uh, but we have yet another Bird Bowl this week. And <laughs> I knew you were going to say that when I wrote it. <laughs> Uh, uh, he's got you, man. Anytime two bird teams play, you gotta say bird bowl. Um, There's like anyway. 25 bird teams, though. <laughs> You're gonna get one a week. <laughs> I want to say I want to say it's closer to nine, but yes, there's a lot of birds. And ah, uh, man, I just think this is a 50-50 matchup. If Kyler plays well, uh, I really think that the Cardinals should be able to get this game. I think that the Cardinals coaching is surprisingly better than the Falcons coaching. And a stat that you guys should know for the Falcons is three weeks in a row now, they have played a team that has debuted a, a new quarterback for that week and they lost all those weeks. So at any time a new quarterback gets played by a team, the Falcons lose. And guess what? They're debuting a different starting quarterback this week. And I think that Falcons are going to end up losing this one. I don't, I don't see them winning this how Arthur Smith is coached. I don't see that the defense has played up to their talent level. And I think that the Falcons are a team that are desperate to get another win. I don't think that they like losing. And I think that Kyler is out to prove that he is a franchise quarterback, or at least that's what I hope. So I'm in agreement that I'm going Cardinals this week. All right. And I think, uh, I think the Falcons head coach's job is at risk then at this point. Move okay. on to the Lions at the Chargers. Should be a really good matchup. Another matchup that kind of like stacks up really well against each other. There's a lot of those matchups this week, kind of. I think the NFL did this on purpose to an extent because there are four teams on by, so that means there's two less matchups this week, so they needed to give us good matchups. But uh, in this matchup here, I'm going to start everyone that I can in this matchup, including Montgomery and Gibbs and Eckler. Uh, receivers i'm probably just going to start allen for the chargers because i don't really trust johnston just yet and Palmer's on ir at this point and there's not really a direct replacement just yet and then saint brown is probably the only wide receiver that i'm trusting for the lions at this point um i'm going to start everett and laporta and then goff and herbert are no-brainers as well but in this matchup here at home give me the chargers oh and uh i'm not locking it up so i don't know why i was about to say lock it up but I'll let you go right now. Uh, the only thing I disagree about is who's going to win this game. I think the Lions <laughs> win this game. Because you got a bet on them. <laughs> I do. I've got money on the line. And, You're rooting uh, for them. <laughs> yep. I am actively rooting for the Lions. I still think the Chargers are a very flawed team. And I think, I think it's probably 
a 60% chance that the Lions win this one. So I am picking the Lions. Hopefully it's a good game, but I am glad that you are wary about Quentin Johnston. So I'm glad I'm glad that uh, we are convincing each other of certain facts in, in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, it's not that you're convincing me of him. I just, you'll never, you're never going to convince me that Johnston was a, was a 2023 pick. I think that he was meant to play behind Williams and Allen this year and then take the reins next year. But, uh, that was just my, that was just my interpretation of it. And that was kind of how the depth chart shook out to begin the year. Well, he hasn't had the immediate impact of his fellow rookie wide receivers. I don't think that was the intent though, for when they picked him. But he now should be involved more because of all the injuries. They should be using him. Yeah, that's changed his uh, it's changed his tra- trajectory a lot. I just think he's not very good at actually playing wide receiver, and it's showed. He's a developmental <laughs> guy. But anyway, we can move on to the Giants at the Cowboys. Uh, I think that it's fair to say we're both probably picking the Cowboys. We're both probably saying only Barkley is the only usable guy on the giant side and basically starting everyone the cowboys how do you feel about that is that a fair assessment completely fair the only the only thing that i'm a little skeptical about here is it seems to be lining up to be a pollard game which means that Dak's going to throw the ball less that means that there's going to be less targets to go around and so just be careful and be a little bit skeptical of of cowboy pass catchers because this game could get out of hand really quickly and they'll stop throwing the ball at that point but this is my lock of the week lock up the cowboys told you i don't expect the giants to win another matchup the entire rest of the season so uh, i think as far as the pass catchers to your point i think that cd lamb and probably ferguson are the most sure options for the cowboys this week the rest are probably what would you say like wide receiver three slash fours or flex plays okay I would say that. And uh, I am in agreement. I don't think the Giants won another game either, but we will see if anything changes for them going forward. And we can move on to the Washington whatevers against the Seahawks at Seattle. Jeff, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Who do you think wins this game? Ooh, another good matchup, though. Would you not agree this is a good, like, on paper matchup? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the better quarterback in this matchup and Sam Howell. And I'm going to say the Washington football team wins this matchup. I am going to start Sam Howell in this matchup. I know the Seahawks defense is a little bit more uh, scary than New England's was last week. I'm going to start Brian Robinson Jr. I'm going to start both Dotson and McLaurin. I'm going to start Logan Thomas in this matchup. I would start Metcalf and Lockett and probably Kenneth Walker still, but he makes me a little more nervous these days. Anyone that I'm missing, and I know you agree with me on the Washington side of the house. I don't know how I feel about your statement about the quarterbacks. I think that Howell (laughs) is more aggressive, and that certainly pays off for fantasy. I think I would start both of these quarterbacks. I think that I'm – if. If Curtis Samuel is healthy, I would consider him a wide receiver three or four. So that's really a flex. Uh, but you're definitely starting McLaren. You're definitely starting Dotson. I think you're starting Lockett as a wide receiver three. I think you're starting Metcalf as a wide receiver two. I think that JSN is potentially a wide receiver three, four, or flex. I feel like the upside is capped on the running back situations on both sides. But I think that. Brian Robinson is a RB2. I think that Walker is an RB2. I think that Gibson and Charbonnet are 
flex or desperation plays as well. Yeah, I think the Sharpenade might get some, some more involvement than he has up to date. So those are things to keep an eye on. Um, I think this is pretty surprisingly very close to a 50-50 matchup, but I lean Seahawks. They're at home. I think that they need to bounce back from an ugly loss. So I think that it should be the Seahawks. It wouldn't surprise me if Washington wins, but I'm I'm definitely leaning Seahawks. All right. So that should be one of the games of the week. Uh, Moving on to another good matchup. Like, not really good, but good on paper to line up against each other. We have the Jets at the Raiders. Who are you going in this matchup? Are you going with Zach Wilson or Aiden O'Connell? And who are you starting? Preferably, I'm probably not starting either of these quarterbacks. If it was a different team, I would a different defense, I would consider starting Aiden O'Connell, but I just don't trust him against the Jets' defense in particular. So I'm avoiding these two quarterbacks. I feel like I have to start Hall every week at the running back spot, as well as Josh Jacobs. And I feel like Garrett Wilson at the receiving, uh, as a receiver, and Deontay Adams... Devontae Adams, whatever. <laughs> uh, Jacoby Myers. I feel like those three wide receivers, kind of wide receiver twos, they got limited upside, in my opinion, because of who they're playing against. Uh, so I feel like I have to play them despite not feeling good about them and hope that they get a touchdown or a big play uh, against good defenses. So that's how I feel about that. And I am going to pick the Raiders in this matchup. Ooh. I'm going to go the Jets in this matchup, and I agree with who you would start and sit. I mean, Adams and Myers is going to be really hard to start, but uh, I don't know how you bench them either. So interesting conundrum there. All right. So it looks like we have just one matchup left, and that is the Monday night matchup, which is the Broncos at Bills. Jeff, since it's your hometown area team, and it's a Broncos team that you had high expectations for going into the season, how do you feel about this matchup? Who are you picking and who are you starting? So the Broncos have been playing better as of late. So Sean Payton and Russell Wilson seem to have figured out a recipe for success. So I'm going to start Russ. I'm going to start Allen in this matchup as well. But it looks like the recipe for success is through Javante Williams. So I'm going to be starting Javante in this matchup. Right now, I am not starting a Bills running back at all. Desperation dart throw, you can throw in... Um, you can throw in James Cook, but I just I'm just not there trusting him anymore because it's just it's way too crazy and way too it it's too it's too hard to do that and throw him out there because I I saw what I saw last week on on Sunday night football. So, going over to the receivers, I don't know how you can start Sutton and Judy and like it, but they're probably wide receiver 3s at this point, so desperation dart throws at the at the very minimum. And I w- obviously you're going to start Diggs. Khalil Shakir is real is right on the cusp of being in this conversation of being a starter. He's if desperate for me right now. I still think you march back out Gabriel Davis and then Dalton Kincaid's a no brainer start for me. And I don't even know who's playing for tight end for Denver right now. So I'm probably avoiding the tight end position in Denver. Did you pick between these two teams? Uh, I'm going to go the Bills. At home on Monday night, I know the Bills Mafia, so it's just, uh, it's the right call for this matchup. So, I'll just start off by saying, uh, I still feel like I have to start James Cook every week, because he has the upside of having a good week. I know his usage last couple weeks has not been ideal, but I I hope that they change that. I'm starting 
Javante Williams for the Broncos. Yeah. I'm considering McLaughlin as a flex or a fill-in uh, if I have to, but he just has the upside potential of getting big plays. I'm starting Diggs every week. I'm starting Kincaid every week. Uh, Davis and Shakir are dart throws at the wide receiver or flex position. Sutton and Judy to me are wide receiver threes. That's pretty much it for my starts this week. As far as who's going to win the game, conventional wisdom would tell you the Bills. But man, do I like having an oddball pick for the week. Like I picked the Jets last week, and for a stretch, it looked like there was a possibility. I, I'm <laughs> going to have a weird Stop thing. it. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know why I'm going to do it, man, but I, I think that the Broncos mm. have something to prove. They are coming off, I believe, a bye week. Uh, I, I think that they might upset a Bills team that I think is kind of floundering a little bit. So that's I, what I they want you to think. It's. I'm going, you know what they I'm say about a team that's embarrassed in primetime, right? The week before, they typically come out and destroy the fall, the next week. I mean, you can say that. And I, I just think there's been a lot of away teams that have won. That have won and uh, I think the Broncos, I think they're a trap team. They're the quintessential trap team for anybody out there. So uh, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going Broncos, man. I'm going Broncos. Wow. You took a 180 on that this week because you were ragging on me for picking them as a dark horse playoff team, but now you got them getting into playoff contention. No, nope, they're not getting the playoff contention. They're just they will with the win here. Playoff teams? No, they won't. They'll they still be four and five. They immediately get into playoff contention there, though. Well, that's the entire AFC besides the Patriots. Yep, but we also agree that we don't believe the Raiders are a long-term playoff contention team. No, yeah. All right. I think that does it, but I do think we're looking at like a 31-21 game. So I think the Bills win 31-21 in that matchup. I mean, it could be another 30-point 30, 30 to 30-point game. The Broncos have had tie? Like a few of those. Hmm? A tie? No, but like 30-something to 30-something. <laughs> I know, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> All right. Before mm. before I uh, strangle Jeff, let's just go ahead and end this episode. <laughs> that does it for another episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all for downloading or listening to this episode. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment and share the show. Every little bit helps. There's some people that would pay to watch me be strangled, sadly. <laughs> you can find us on all podcasting apps by searching n2e fantasy and with our handle at n2e fantasy on all social media platforms please give us a follow until next time take care of yourselves and remember it's truly never too early for fantasy football thank you again Bye, everybody